0: Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to brie or fine dine, this is and Fresen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to the and Fresen show on High FM 101.9. I'm your host, Adrian Bugatti. If you have any comments, suggestions, questions, topics that you think we should cover in the show, please let us know via Telegram on 061 Eight nine five one zero one nine, SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at fifty, Or you can send us an email to onair at com. So I am recovering from COVID. And um, if I start coughing in the middle of the show, please bear with me. It's one of the reasons that I'm recording the show instead of doing a live show is that in case I do start coughing, I can press pause And you aren't left listening to me hacking away. So once again, even though this is actually a food show, I need you to be aware and I'm getting on my soapbox here. The Delta variant is spreading through our community and it's spreading fast and it is killing indiscriminately. So from young children, young adults to middle aged to the elderly, it's not interested. It doesn't care if you've got comorbidities or not. It is wiping out people. So please, please be aware of this. In the past, we saw that maybe one or two family members would be affected by COVID. Now we're seeing entire households being infected. And Hatsola currently has over 580 people on their wellness program, with those numbers increasing daily. Now, I understand the president's speech and the new restrictions have brought on new worries, especially financial worries. But remember to do this for the good of ourselves and our communities and the population, because if we're all sick, there is no economy. Remember that having guests over for Shabbos or any other meal is dangerous, whether you've had your vaccine or not. Vaccines, even the ones we were given our children, are not 100%. They don't guarantee immunity. What they do do is prevent you from getting severely ill. But that's not true with everybody. Um, You know, some people have had the vaccine and been really, really sick with the COVID. So understand that even though you're vaccinated, you must still wear your mask. You must still take precautions. Please wear your mask properly. Wear it over your nose and your mouth. And then wear proper masks. Buffs are not good enough. If they allow you to breathe easily, because that is the biggest complaint about masks, then they allow the bacteria, the virus, to go out easily, to travel into the atmosphere easily and make you more of a risk to others as well as yourself. I know we miss our families and friends, but don't be the person who gives COVID to others. Shop online as much as possible. Some port our local restaurants by ordering takeout. Um you know, you're keeping them going. You're still having a special meal. You're just doing it in the safety of your own home. Don't hold big weddings, bametzvas or bat mitzvahs. Give the chosin and kala the money you saved on, instead of the expensive wedding and let them begin their lives together on a good financial setting. For the bar or bat mitzvah girl, Why not give them shares, investments of some sort? Um, I remember get for my bat mitzvah, and I'm aging myself a lot now, we used to have those bonus bonds. I got a bonus bond for for a bat mitzvah present, and six months later, I won my money on it, and five years later, I used it to buy my very first car. So you're investing. If you don't want to give them policy why not open an education policy for them so that tertiary education is taken care of, especially when you want to send them overseas to study? Okay, and now I'll get off my soapbox and carry on with the show. So just in case you weren't sure what you were listening to, you are listening to the X and Fresnes show on High FM 101.9 and I'm Adrian Bugatti, your host. So i uh, during the show i'm going to give us some updates from around the world please understand that we have listeners tuning in from everywhere so i give updates on other countries remember to check whether the hack show is acceptable to your community and a reminder that south africa mainly accepts ou mk the london beth and the bedats products anything else must be checked so i I also want to just give a few tips on the difference before we go to a break of quarantine and isolation. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is for those who don't know, I'm actually a registered nurse with 30 years of nursing experience. um, And I've worked through two previous pandemics or epidemics in this country, the original SARS when it first came out, and an Ebola outbreak, which we had a couple of years ago. So what is the difference between quarantine and isolation? So isolation separates sick people with a contagious disease from people who are not sick. So when you get COVID, you isolate from your family. Quarantine separates and restricts the movement of people who were exposed to contagious disease, and it's to see if they do become sick. These people may have been exposed and don't know it, and they may have the disease without any symptoms. Sound familiar? So remember, if you, somebody in your household has COVID, they go into isolation and the rest of the home goes into quarantine. And that's how it works. So when you've been exposed but don't know if the person, you don't know if you've got it or you're asymptomatic, you are in quarantine for at least 10 days. Um, and you will find um, I have submitted a blog all about isolation, quarantine, and how I avoided spreading COVID to the rest of my family. It was a long two weeks, and I am very grateful to be part of the South African Jewish community. It made all the difference to my recovery. Once again, a reminder that you're listening to Adrian Bugatti on the SN Fresen Show This is High FM 101.9. Please remember um, that if you've got any comments, suggestions, questions, or topics you think we should cover in the show, please let us know via telegram on 061-895-1019, SMS us on 34519, SMSs are charged at one rand 50 or send us an email to honore at highfm.com. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to brie or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. You're listening to Adrian Bugatti and this is the Essence Fresen show on High FM 101.9. Once again, a reminder that if you have any suggestions, comments, questions or topics that you think we should cover in the show, please let us know via telegram on 061 061- 895-1019. SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 50 or send us an email to onair at com. Right. So I'm just going to share the first thing is, um, I was talking about having soups and stuff in, um, your freezer, um, and that's what I'm going to talk about. As I said at the beginning of the show, I'm recovering from COVID, and during the 14 days that I was stuck in isolation, I learned quite a few things, and I remi- was reminded of many others. And the first one was the meal plan, um, and that that was quite an important thing. But not only meal planning, because part of meal planning, which is what most people know me for, is the fact that um, I also do meal prep. So meal prep is quite an important thing. And, and what that is, is I will, on a small scale, spend about an hour or two on a Sunday prepping some of my ingredients for the meals that I'm going to make during the week. So um, when I do my meal plan, I try and use, like, a lot of the same ingredients for the whole week. That way I only have to prep, like, for one sort of meal, and then I can do them of so that I can use them with a meat or milk. It makes no difference. So if I'm going to make, say, stews, then I will have prepped all my carrots, you know, in different ways. So if I'm making a carrot puree, if I'm making carrot soup, if I am making a curry or a stew of some kind, that, or even a chicken pie, they're all going to have a bit of car- uh, um, carrots in them. So I'll have prepped enough for that week. Um But on a bigger scale, um, I do often prep so that I've got meals ready-made and frozen, and they can be reheated at a later date. These come especially handy when um, you want to take meals to a family with a new baby, when you want to take to a shiver home, or when you want to take to homes of people who've been affected by COVID. Um, so it's all nice. It's not a last minute rush. You don't have to do this last minute racing around to do the cooking or go shopping when it's the middle of the month and you haven't got money. It's all ready and prepared and in your freezer. So you just have to take it out, put on some instructions on how to defrost it or how to reheat it and who it's from. Um, one of the things that i 've learned, even though i 'm making it often for my family to keep in the freezer, is I put well I usually use masking tape and then glad wrap it twice is I put what it is if i've added if it needs extra salt, if it uh, need, has like seasonings in that might be a problem if it has flour in in case somebody's gluten intolerant so those are the kind of things that I do so um one of the other things that i'll do is um Say for instance, the mushroom soup, which I'll share the recipe just now, is because you can make it meat or milk, it, you know, it's up to you. Then I will write obviously whether it's dairy or if it is, uh, I've made it parav, then it'll say that it is parav, but made on, in dairy, um, kalim or in meat kalim, which means the people who are getting it know how to heat it up or how to serve it, that they have to serve it in their meat dishes or that they can't add extra cream or whatever it is that they want to it. So that's an important thing. And also with allergies. So like for me, I'm allergic to MSG. I will actually say on my recipes, no added MSG. The reason I say no added MSG is you don't know what was in some of the ingredients that have used. So if you look at a box, it'll either say no MSG Or they'll say no added MSG. That means they've got stuff from outside and used it in their recipe and they're not guaranteeing anything. Chances are they've had a look and there will be no MSG. But when you're buying soups and stuff from companies um, that make all these beautiful soups that you can buy ready to eat and heat it up, like not the packet soups. I'm talking about like ready-made actual soups like minestrones or butternut. Just please ask the company that you're buying it from, the restaurant you're buying it from, what stock they are using, because some stocks do have MSG in them. Right, so let's go back to my meal prepping and having frozen meals in place. When I first went into isolation, I wasn't sick, so I really didn't worry about the food. I knew that even though I'm stuck in my room, there's plenty of food in the freezer, I wasn't expecting to get sick, but I did. I got very, very sick. Um, I spent two uh, weeks locked in a room by myself, and I learned that what seems like a lot isn't. So we managed for the first six days on what I had frozen in the, you know, and ready. Somebody very kindly bought me my shabbos meal, which was wonderful, and then I tried to video call through my family members and talk them through cooking because I had a lot of stuff in my freezer, but none of it was ready made. And the two children that I have that can cook were not with us. Um, One doesn't live in Joburg and the other one was staying at a friend because we, you know, just to avoid coming into contact and, and my husband had to take over a room. So that, that was an important thing. Um, the cooking via video was not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Um, obviously, I'm going to learn have to learn how to give cooking instructions properly if I ever want to make a living on cooking videos. I'm very grateful to the friends who brought us meals and to the Joba Jewish Mommies who have set up a network that, provide us, that provided us with some other meals. Um, without them, I'm not quite sure what would have gone on. We probably would have lived on eggs and toast for another week. But what it did was remind me of something that I learned a long time ago and was just brought back. So many people out of the goodness of their heart asked me, please let me know if there's anything you need or anything I can help you with. Here's the thing. I'm not that kind of person. I am not the person who's going to pick up the phone and ask for a favor. It just, I don't know. It's just not something I'm very good at doing. And so by the time I reached out to the JJM ladies and asked for food, it was like a final act of desperation. We had nothing and it was a problem. So my suggestion to people is rather than asking what you can do for people, call and say, I'm bringing you a meal. Do you have any allergies and how many people are at home? We're going to take a break now and when we come back, um, I've just got some more tips and things to talk about on people who are in isolation or people who are stuck at home and how you can help them you are listening to adrian Bagatti. this is the Essen and fresen show on high fm 101.9 whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine this is Essen and fresen with adrian Bugatti. it's all about the food Welcome back. You're listening to the and Fresen Show, High FM 101.9. I am your host, Adrian Bugatti. Once again, a reminder, if you've got any comments or suggestions, questions, or topics you think we should cover in the show, please let us know via Telegram on 061-895-1019, SMS us on 34519, SMSs are charged at 1.50 or send us an email to onair at highfm.com. As I was talking before the break, um, there are a lot of people out there who are so willing to help. And a lot of us are just, you know, uncomfortable asking for favors. Look around you. There are people who are now desperate for money. Jobs have been lost because of this COVID, whether it was from lockdown or just from being sick and companies having to close because they just couldn't afford to keep going. It doesn't make a difference, but people need the money and there are amazing people out there who you can pay to run your errands for you. Remember they need the money. You're not doing them any, asking them any favors, so there's no need to feel embarrassed or guilty. <coughs> they are available. Call them and really Facebook is a font of information. You can look up the relevant people. You can ask who is doing this and get them to do for you. You know, there are also plenty of people making ready-made meals that can be delivered to your home by somebody else, or you can send somebody past to collect. Um, Remember, those meals don't only have to be for COVID. Because we're not allowed to eat out anymore, as I said, try and support our local restaurants by ordering takeout meals when you can afford them and when you want instead of going out when you want to have something special to eat um so some of the ideas that are often found in my freezer i thought i'd just share those that i make in bulk um now that i'm out of isolation and sort of out of quarantine and mostly back in the real world um my energy levels are not up as they sh- as i would like them to be i should say but I have already started replenishing my freezer and I started with my soups. So the one I'm going to share on the Chai uh, fm website and here is a quick and very easy mushroom soup. Um, so I'll share that recipe just now. But some ideas for food in your freezer. Lasagnas freeze really well. And you can have vegetable lasagna, tuna lasagna, uh, chicken lasagna, meat lasagna, Um, they're available you can find uh, recipes that don't require cheese for your meat and your chicken and the chicken lasagna is a great way to use up leftover chicken Um, pies freeze really well I mean if we can buy them in the freezer at the grocery store we can certainly freeze them at home spaghetti bolognese of any size or kind freeze as well what I will often do is actually make a bulk batch of um, just the mince and freeze the mince on its own. And then when I want to cook it up, I'll just choose whatever pasta I have on hand to add it, or I'll turn it into a cottage pie. So that And by the way, for those who don't know, cottage pie also freezes really well. Macaroni and cheese freeze really well. And these are easy recipes that almost every home will eat. So they're kind of easy to think about and easy to take. And you know, they're going to be a crowd pleaser, especially in a family where there are young kids. Um, So that's an important thing. Uh, Soups, as I said, I'm in the process. I have just made yesterday, I made mushroom soup, tomato soup, onion soup, and vegetable soup. That's already in my freezer for whenever I need them. And believe me, we've used them more than once not just because I've been sick, but because I just didn't feel like cooking. And in the days before this third wave, I would often get home from work at like half past six and not, I mean, to cook, to start cooking at half past six, uh, we would be eating like eight o'clock at night, which is not healthy. Here it was easy. I could just pick up the phone and go, it's going to be a long day today. Take out something from the freezer and we're ready so that when I get home, it goes in the oven, just gets heated up. Another thing that goes really well in the freezer and actually improves the taste because curries are always better on day two than they are on the day that you make them. So curries, stews, things like that. Great. And chickens in gravy, perfect in the freezer. And just a little reminder. I often try to put extra sauce in my like stews or poultry like when I'm going to freeze them because when you defrost them and then reheat them they can dry out so if you've got enough gravy it does help and if you're putting it as a meal and you've put rice in at the bottom which is what I do I put rice in so that it's a full meal ready to come out and go straight in put the extra gravy in because the rice dries out very quickly. Another thing that I I do often is if I'm going to make like a like my challan for a Shabbos. So I will prep all the vegetables and then what I do is I take the vegetables and I season them and I put them in a Ziploc bag. Then I take the meat, whether it's the chicken or beef or whatever I'm using, I'll season that really well. I'll put that in a Ziploc bag and then into that, that bag with the meat, I'll put a, the vegetable Ziploc and seal it together. So it's all together, but it's not mixed. So the meat, or especially if you're doing chicken, aren't going to cause any kind of illnesses and things like that. It's a hygiene thing. And then what I've done is I've got different colored Ziploc bags so that they can be reused. Um, and then I know which ones were used for meat and which ones were used for milk. You can freeze your soups in Ziploc bags. They do not need to go into containers. So if you don't have a lot of freezer space, Ziploc bags are a great little helper. As I said, I'm going to share my easy mushroom soup, which you will be able to find after the show, as well as um, the tomato soup, which is really super easy and actually doesn't even need cooking. Really friendly, family friendly, really quick, really fast. So the first one is my mushroom soup, which can be made milk or parrv. Either one is good. Ingredients for the mushroom soup, 250 grams of mushrooms. Um, You can buy the whole mushrooms. I like to buy them already sliced just because I'm a bit lazy. Um, But if you've got whole mushrooms, please chop them up before you put them in the, you know, to make the soup. It just makes them cook quicker as well. 200 moles of milk or milk substitute Um, so soya milk works really really well it doesn't have any taste or anything um, so you won't tell the difference 700 ml of water 50 grams of flour some salt and pepper to taste a stock cube I would say enough stock powder to make like as if you were making 500 ml of liquid so it doesn't need, it's not too much. And then again, 50 grams of cream or cream substitute like Hollywood. Um, And a teaspoon of dried parsley is always nice. So your method is in a pot, you're going to bring the mushrooms, the milk and the water to boil so that you've got like almost like a mushroom stock. Don't reduce too much. You, you need that liquid. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take in a separate dish. You're going to put the flour in the dish. You're going to take a couple of spoonfuls of the hot liquid, adding it slowly and and stirring it so that it turns it into a liquid that you can pour back into the stock, uh, making sure there are no lumps. You're going to add your stock cube. You're going to season with salt to taste. And you're going to simmer for 25 minutes until the mushrooms are cooked. So if you're using a gas stove, you are going to cook it for a slightly less time because it does cook quicker. Then in another bowl, you're going to pour your little bit of cream that you want and you're going to add the hot liquid slowly to the cream um, until it thins out. And the reason for this is if you put cold cream into hot liquid, it splits. So you're going to get your solids and then you're gonna get this oily layer. Um, and you don't want that. So once you've got the cream slightly warmed up from the hot liquid, you can pour that back into the pot, add your parsley, and just simmer for a few more minutes. Liquidize the soup with a stick blender or put it in your blender until you have the consistency that you want, and then serve it with salt and pepper to your taste. Um, And that is my easy mushroom soup. The tomato soup is actually even easier. For the tomato soup, it is four tomatoes. Um, plum tomatoes or jam tomatoes work really well. It is a can of tomato and onion mix and a can of chopped tomatoes. Um, I add some garlic to it just for flavoring and a teaspoon of uh, mixed herbs. You actually don't need salt from this. Because the salt from the canned tomatoes, the sodium that it's been preserved in, is more than enough salt. And this is the easiest thing ever. You're going to put all those ingredients in a blender and blend it until it's smooth. Done. You don't skin the tomatoes. You you really don't have to do anything. I love this soup. It's just an easy one to make. Um, I do sometimes adjust the flavor depending on who I'm making it for. I will often put a little bit more garlic. If you want to turn it into a dairy soup, you can just add a little bit of cream. Or one of the nice things to turn it into a light meal is to serve it with toast with some grilled cheese on top. Um, And that makes a delicious, delicious meal. So hopefully those will help you to keep you in the, you know, food in your freezer. So I hope those two soups are going to keep you happy for a day or two. They are really, really delicious. I love them, and my family do too. So today, um, Kashrut updates from around the world. I'm obviously going to start with the U.S. I got these updates directly off the webs of the U.S. the Kashrut Guide. So here we go. Um, Saucelicious delicious dressings. The balsamic salad dressing is not kosher. Beacon, Damascus, nougat, not kosher. Pesto Princess. Their sauce, their butter chicken sauce, the Cape Malay sauce and their tomato sauce are not kosher. Now, um, then the uh, snowflake easy mix five in one savory mix, which is really, really nice um, because it can make pastries and biscuits and all sorts of things. So it's a basic dough for everything. I do plan on um, adding that uh, to my cupboard. Um, it gives stuff to do for the kids when they are stuck at home because we have no school. So that is now mahadran and parav. Great. Um, the easy mix. So both of those are fine. Then um, the flora vegan 60% tub is kosher parav, but must have the, the beth den sign on. So the snowflake doesn't need it, by the way. Then, uh, the lager mint flavored roebos and chamomile tea is kosher parav. Doesn't need, um, uh, the, uh, stamp on it at all. Um, springbok butter, which is obviously mulchic, that is clover uruguay. Doesn't need a stamp on and it is kosher. Tea for kids, apple and mixed berry roebos with vitamin C also from lager is kosher parav. And does not need a Beth Den sign. And the Miami Cano's tomato paste, the 115 gram and the catering pack, the 3.2 kilo one, are both kosher Mahadran, uh, but do need a Beth Din stamp to ensure their kashrut, your list for the moment. Uh, Let's move on to the rest of the world. Just a quick message before I move on to uh, kashrut updates from around the world. Discim Pharmacy is vaccinating people over the age of 60 years at selected sites. If you have a medical aid, you will immediately qualify for a vaccination. If you are not covered by medical aid, Discim can assist you to register on the EVDS system at their sites in order to obtain a voucher that will direct you to a site later. For information on DISCHIM vaccination sites, please visit discim.co.za forward slash COVID-19-vaccination or contact DISCHIM call center 0861 117 427 for assistance. More vaccination sites will be added as more vaccines become available. DISCHIM pharmacies pharmacists who care whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to bry or fine dine this is s and with adrian bagatti it's all about the food welcome back you're listening to the s and show i am adrian bagatti and this is high fm 101.9 once again a reminder if you've got any comments suggestions questions or topics you think we should be covering in the show, please let us know via Telegram on 0861-895-1019. SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 150 or send us an email to onair at highfm.com. As I said before, I'm doing uh updates from around the world for the Kashrut um, updates. Please just remember that these are from around the world and they may not apply to South Africa they may not have acceptable shayarem here, and it all depends on your level of kashrut. So before you buy any of the ingredients that have been listed, or don't buy, please check with your Orthodox rabbi or your Beth Din or kashrut authority in your country. So the first one is recalls from Trader Joe's. So this is something that um, a recall we don't seem to see this. And if anybody's from the Beth Din listening, I would love to find out. How do we, you know, does anybody have recalls printed? How do we get that so that the public can know as well? So consumer cash alerts are Brazini LLC recalls from Trader Joe, the dark almond buttercup. Apparently, this has got traces of peanuts um, and there was no label on it. So they've all been recalled. <clears throat> then there's kashrut information from mexico Pasteleria adonis please excuse the accent i am going to read the translate it was translated by google translate so it may be incorrect uh you just need to check it for yourself all arab cakes made by Pasteleria adonis in all its branches from today are kosher milk please note the cream pastel is not kosher certified then there's an insect infestation alert from Health Garden Coconut Sugar. This kosher thing is the New Square Kosher Council. I've never heard of them, so I'm not sure if they are acceptable to South Africa or even available in South Africa. Then an alert for Botticelli Balsamic Vinegar. Now, um, we get the oil here. It's an OU product, but their balsamic vinegar is not kosher. It does unfortunately contain an OU symbol and corrective actions are being implemented. Now, I have seen these on the shelves. Um, I must admit, I did not look for the OU sign on it. Um, So it's available all over the world. And then from Boston, um, non-kosher product inadvertently sold. um, And it's from KVH Kosher. The following product, organic, Imogen free range chicken broth may have inadvertently been sold at a butchery of book at the butchery of Brookline. So please be aware if you're in the US Brookline, the butchery of Brookline, the product is not kosher and should not be used. If you have purchased it, please obviously return it to the butchery for a refund. If you have used the product, please dispose and contact KVH Kosher for further information. This is obviously to do with your Kalim and the food that you used. Then Dole Diversified North America Inc. announces a limited recall of Dole Fresh Blueberries for the potential of Cyclospora contamination. Um, and there is quite a long list, so I am not going through that. You can find all this on kashrit.com. For na- Canadian Fruit Recall also... um Canada is also recording uh dull uh fresh brand packed blueberries for the same reason. Then a kosher alert for Chefs Warehouse uh Cocoa Crisp Strawberry Chocolate Decor Pearls. Um and this is an OU update. Um Cocoa Crisp, Strawberry Chocolate Decor Pearls, Chef's Warehouse, Vancouver, British Columbia Columbia, sorry, has an unauthorized OU. The orthodox unit does not certify these wines, and the containers are um unauthorized. So please, they are taking corrective uh, action. Then a kosher alert from the nutmeg spice company, carne asada seasoning, burgundy wine marinade, French onion dip mix, and saffron rice seasoning. So this is an OU alert. They do not certify any of those three pro- four products. Please, they are unauthorized OU symbol under several brand names, including the names, brands of some kosher food stores and distributors. Every label without the authorized OU symbol states the product is from the Nutmeg Company. So be very careful with that and read carefully. Then again, uh, the same, uh, so the Burgundy Wine Marinade is under the Denver area, the SK, ESKD. Um, so the East Side Kosher Deli. It's also got that product in. Please be careful. And then Pasteur Israel alert for cones on Jewel Osco's kosher bakery. These are not Pasteur Israel, please. Um, and that is it from me for today. So you have been listening to the Essen Fresen Show on High fm I am Adrian Bugatti, and I was your host for today. Please stay safe, stay home, and stay COVID-free.